You're listening to a show on the Planet Film Podcast feed. Hello and welcome back. As always, my name is Sean Monk. And I'm TJ Cornwell. This is the Planet Film Podcast. Right, and welcome. I see, just want to shout out, um, first things first, uh, I do have the live chat up today. I didn't have it up last week, which I realized basically uh, with five minutes left in the show, um, but I do have it all up. So welcome Molly Aaron on Twitch, and I see we have a couple other people watching. Um, so feel free if you're watching Twitch, YouTube, um, even Facebook, whatever. Um, I'll be monitoring the chat. Uh, so let me know, uh, you know, if you guys want to contribute to the conversation or, you know, share any uh, sort of uh, your personal connection with, you know, the main topic we were talking about today, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but like we've talked about many times in the show, this year is just kind of beating us into the dirt. So before we get into a thing I hoped we would maybe be talking about on show... 6,895. <laughs> yeah. Um, but instead we're talking about an episode 15. Um, yeah. so before we get to that, uh, awful topic that we're going to be discussing today, um, and then our, our review, which is, you know, going to be kind of a bright spot of the year, um, which is, you know, a, a nice light movie that we're going to be reviewing today. Bill and Ted face the music. Um, uh, how have you been? What's up TJ? I know you said that you, uh, y- you had something that you wanted to bring up. Uh, so what do you got? Shoot it at me. Uh, all right. So it's been a wild past few days, I would say. Um, so Saturday night I went to a gathering for the first time in, I feel like a while. Like I haven't really done much lately. Mm. Uh, so I found out yesterday morning that I happened to have come in contact with someone at that gathering with someone who had come in contact with someone who had COVID. Um, so, so is that sorry, today? Is that, th- is that three layers removed or just two? Two. Or, well, two. technically sorry, one. Sorry. I mean, so y- yeah, you middle person, COVID person. Yes. Oh boy. Okay. Continue. So, <laughs> so I got a text Monday, yesterday morning. I think it was. Yeah, yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, and my friend was like, "Hey, like, uh, somebody at my, somebody at our thing was." in contact with somebody who had COVID. So you might want to get tested to be safe. Oh. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like the one oh time gosh. I do something and like go, you know, and yeah. of course this it happens. Bites you. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, now you're probably thinking, you know, this should be easy. I'm hearing about all this uh, rapid testing that's going on in Erie County. Uh, you know, the state is bringing out rapid testing to, is it Geneseo? Is that what it is? The college that was, or is it, um, I oh think my so. god! What was it called? I think it's so. either Geneseo or Oneonta. I think it's Geneseo or something. Mm. Um, with all these kids that are infected, um, Danielle, I so, just turned it up a little bit. Let me know if that's better. She said my mic was. Uh, so I call. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I got to get tested, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm <laughs> like, okay, so I call the rapid testing hotline, as they tell you to call. Yeah. So I've called four times. Four times. Every single time they tell me it's booked. 
everything. It's all booked. There's Full no up. getting in. Full up. And where I live right now, there's only one location that's like kind of right down the street. It's um, ECC North. On yeah, I forget what street it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but so and come to find out, uh, I think yesterday when I was calling, it ends tomorrow. The like it's r- done. period of rapid testing. Yes. So I'm like, okay. So I've been trying to do that. So then I was like, I was like. I was already going to go to immediate care and get a test like you did. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> and, uh, so I go there today and, uh, so I sit down with the lady and I made like an appointment, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, first when I walk in, she was like, well, do you have any symptoms? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, what insurance do you have? And I was like, I told her the insurance. And yeah. she was like, well, they don't cover that. If you're asymptomatic, so it's going to be one hundred seventy-five dollars. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So then we sit down. And she's like, well, when did you? When were you? Uh, what's it called? Uh, when do you think? When did you come into contact with the person? Yeah. Um, and by the way, before sorry, before I went in there, I had found out that the person that I was in contact with with was positive. So, the but my person. friend, yes, but one of my friends that was there was negative so it's, wow. it was kind of 50 50 at this point so i'm like well either i have it or i don't you know i mean obviously it's always always 50 50 yeah. so i go in there i sit down and she's like well when did you yeah when did you first when did you come into contact with this person and i was like well saturday and then she's like okay well that's only like three to four days so you should really only you should really wait five days because if you do it before then, there's a chance you can get a false negative, and then yeah. you know you're out 175 dollars for a false negative. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fair. So come back home, and uh, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at now. It kind of ends right there. I'm uh, probably gonna go. I'm probably gonna go tomorrow or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll just be like, I, I really should have just lied. I should have just been like, you know, oh, I can't taste anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. how are you gonna prove that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you give me a piece of food, I'd be like, nope, nothing. Yeah, blind taste <laughs> test. Exactly. Uh, um, so, question: So, what okay. happens with uh, with your job? What happens with work if you so if you get it? Because I was told when I when I did my test, they told me they said you can't go out. You got to stay in in case. So, is that something that do you get? Oh boy! All right, I'll figure out what's going on with my mic. But do you get? Um, like paid do you get back on unemployment for that time being how does that work well i'm working from home i work from home two days a week currently i go in three times usually Mm -hmm. where i work is considered an essential business so the policy i was told is if you you're asymptomatic you can still go in you just have to take more precautions like you have to take your temperature like twice a day and stuff like that but since i work at a place that's considered uh, essential yeah. then I would be able to go in. Um, I'm not, I don't plan on going into work until I, well, my plan was to get tested today and then go on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. But if I get tested tomorrow or Thursday, I'll probably, um, maybe I'll wait till Monday or something. But most of the time I go in, like I'm not in a crowded room. Like mm-hmm. I have like my own kind of like office that I share with like two other people. And usually one of us is always not there. So yeah. it's like, it's, we're pretty distant like all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a tough phone call to make. I'll tell you, 
I did not want to. It was I did not want to call and be like, "Hey, just so yeah. you know." Like, granted, I haven't been at work, so it's like I wasn't there yesterday. Yeah, just because that was my regular day to work from home. So have you been? But I was like in contact with anyone else like since then. No, I've just been with Danielle here, and that's it. Oh man. Yeah, I mean Sunday, I didn't even know. That's the thing. Like yeah. I just found out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's a good thing I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that is that is um, tough. Uh, yeah. I, w- I was like, I, you know, I was like, I was doing pretty well. Like, um, I, ugh, man, it's, it's really annoying. It's just been, like the fact that I, when I found out, I was like, I mean, I was like, okay, I'll pay the 175 because like I need the test. It's not like yeah, I can't absolutely. not get one. But it's like they're on the phone. Like this, our other friend that was also there, he got a rapid test. But then one of our other friends couldn't. So it's like, okay, it's like, I feel like we're getting like jerked around a little bit where it's like, so like yesterday when I called, they told me to call at 7 a.m. today to mm-hmm. schedule for Thursday. But then they told me today, well, it's it's ending Wednesday. It's like, okay, then why did you tell me? Why did this person tell me to call about Thursday? Yeah. Um, And, and then today the person on the phone at 7 a.m. when I called, they were like, well, they're all booked, but I don't know if you want to make the drive out to whatever college that was, like Genesee or whatever it was, to yeah. get tested. And I was like, that's like two and a half hours away. <laughs> it's like, mm, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, I'll just. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, that is that is rough. Uh, it's been really annoying. This, yeah. This, really in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I thought I thought I had a hectic 24 hours. I, <laughs> so last night, the the person that I am uh, is I've talked about before I'm moving in with a, a roommate. The person that I'm moving in with last night, their car died. And yeah. this was at, they work at a place that's like 25 minutes away. Or no, no, no. Sorry. I forgot where I live for a second. Uh, that's like an hour away from my house. Um, but like mm-hmm. a 20 minute drive away from their house. Um, and so I had to get up at like two 30 and go and look for this person and I ran out of gas on the way, so I had to pull off of the thruway uh, yeah. by the Galleria Mall, which is like 40 minutes away from my house, fill up my tank, which luckily my unemployment check cleared literally 30 minutes before I had mm-hmm. to before I ran out of gas. So I had the money to do it. Um, and then I I I was there looking for this person and their car uh in which time that person's phone died oh my god and their car started and drove home (laughs) so i was out there (laughs) looking for this person who all i all the information i had was this is the street corner i'm here come pick me up and uh i was literally driving around because there was no car and so eventually I just drove back to this person's house at like almost 4 a.m. after like two hours of driving. And finally they got there. And apparently what happened was they they were sitting there, stopped on the side of the road because their car died for like an hour. And then they finally tried it uh, and it started and they just like hauled ass home basically. And because their phone died, they had no way to tell me until they got home and charged their phone. So it's been I thought I had a rough uh, like past 24 hours, but that, that I mean, is, that does suck. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, speaking of cars, real quick, I actually did just get a new car too last Thursday. I don't know if I mentioned that. Oh on yeah. Here what did you end up getting? I got a. Oh, well, we went looking for a Toyota. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. You I said left a Rav4. You were looking for. Yeah, I left yeah. with a Honda Civic, or Honda. Sorry, Honda Civic, Honda CRV. Wow. Uh, twenty seventeen. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, that is nice. Um. What color did you get? Just so you know, I don't know if it is for you. Oh, it's no, it's not better now. My, I'm like very choppy. My video. I don't know about you, but when I'm. Oh really? Yeah. On my on uh, on OBS, it looks fine. Yeah. Let me see what it looks like live. Okay. My video. No, it looks fine. Yeah. All right. Let okay. us know. Let us know also uh, for those in chat. Um, I listened. I th- it sounds like my mic is a little bit better. I turned up the gain mo- way more um let us know if there's any issues or anything for anybody watching um yeah so with that um i think we're good to go ahead and uh start with the show uh it's gonna be a shorter show today because just out of respect for what happened we're just gonna really mainly focus we're not gonna cover um all the news that that happened this week we're just gonna talk about the main thing um and kind of a look back um on it Uh, And then we'll do our review and then uh, close up for the show. Just kind of keeping it keeping it a nice light show. We're not going to be doing speculation for the future of, uh, you know, Black Panther or anything like that. Just we're just going to give it some time to breathe. Kind of, you know, just just focus on the positive stuff. Um, And so that, unfortunately, the thing that we are talking about that, as you know, from the title and if you haven't been living under a rock for the past Gosh, what is it feels like it's been a long time uh, for the past four days, which is all that it's been, Um, which is that, unfortunately, the uh, star of the Avengers films and Black Panther, as well as Captain America Civil War, and as well as many other things we'll get to Chadwick Boseman, um, suddenly to us, but not suddenly um, to him and his family, uh, passed away at the very, very young age of 43. Um, I mean, this was just, uh, let me, let me just, I'm going to read out the statement that was made, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that was Twitter. Yeah. Before I even read it, something Mm -hmm. to speak to the power of the man that he was and his impact is the fact that this has become in, in those four days, this is the number one most liked thing on Twitter ever. Ever, it's got yeah. it's sitting right now at 7.6 million likes, which you might think like, oh, well, like YouTube views like get more than that or something. But like this is like Twitter. You're talking about Twitter likes those normally. Maybe if one mega blows up, you'll get one million mm. likes like th- this is 7.6 is unheard of. Um, I think it was something like the number two place was um when twitter itself announced that they were uh doubling the character limit i think that was like the previous one that Uh, got the most likes (laughs) um so it's like does that even really count but yeah this one blew it out of the water which like i said just goes to show you the impact that he had just just on this specific tweet um which i'll read now which was just a statement from the family which is a uh a beautiful picture of him by uh the um photographer uh sam jones who I believe, if you want to listen, I believe he was even on. Sam Jones uh, has a podcast, um, and I believe Chadwick 
had an episode on there. He interviewed most of the MCU guys and did photo shoots oh, okay. for them. Um, so I believe you can even go back and listen to that Chadwick episode. Um, but with the statement here, it just it just reads, uh, it is with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016 and battled it these last four years as it progressed to stage four. A true fighter, Chadwick persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much, from Marshall to De Five Bloods, August Wilson's uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more. All were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. He died in his home with his wife and family by his side, the family thanks you for your love and prayers and asks you to continue to respect their privacy during this difficult time. Um, so I know we were actually watching the uh, same thing when the news broke, which was um, for those who don't know, I know we've talked about it uh, previously on the show. We were big fans of the uh, the Schmodown and, you know, the Schmoes know Christian Harloff, mm-hmm. that whole SEN uh, used to be Collider Empire that they have over there. Yeah, um, they had a huge, massive match um, on Friday night. It was their biggest match ever. It was two celebrities, but they've had celebrity matches before. This was big for them because this was celebrities as competitors, not like some charity exhibition thing. Exhibition. This was, yeah, yeah, this was like it was Chris Jericho um, from WWE versus Kevin Smith, who obviously Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith. Um, so it was a huge thing. Me and TJ were both watching it. And it, it really it was it was almost as soon as they announced who the winner was of the match. I looked at my phone and that minute was when this was when this went out because um, yeah. the show was supposed to end around 10 and this tweet went out at 10 11 it was like literally the first thing i saw it was just for me i'll just touch on really quick like coming off of that like watching this great match like watching this thing where i'm just like having this in my head where you know this community that i've been a part of for six years is having this great milestone and then to open Twitter and just or not even Twitter just look at my phone and see all the notifications just starting to flow in about this i was i i i was like beside myself i I couldn't even believe Mm -hmm. it i know i texted you we were talking before air i just literally messaged him i just was like chadwick chad yeah and i was like like, like, what what are you talking about i was like because i didn't even know if it was real i was like this is like awful and then you looked it up what so what what was your first impression How, how was your first feeling when when you heard this news i mean this this tweet i feel like was like well, this him passing is like a Kobe, like another like Kobe esque, yeah, you know, where it's just like you're like what? Like, you're like that. That's not real. Yeah. Like with Kobe, it was um, it was like TMZ reported it first, but I think this his account was the first one that tweeted it, right? Yeah, it wasn't it like multiple his, outlets being like, nobody, oh, he passed away. Yeah, that's why nobody was like, oh, this can't be real because it was yeah. right from his official Twitter and yeah. his official Instagram. Um, I. I one I had no idea he was forty three. I thought he was younger than that. I thought he was way younger. Yeah, he was always someone to me that I would be like, uh, I would like say to people, I would be like, "How old? If you had to guess, how old do you think Chadwick Boseman?" Yeah. Is? And they would be like, uh, like twenty eight, thirty two. Yeah, something that's like what that. I thought. Like, I thought he was like early thirties, late twenties. Yeah, yeah, which is nuts. um, but yeah, like I said, like this is one of those things where it was like, it's like, damn. 
it's like, you know, as, and we'll touch on it a little bit. Like he's done so many important roles from, you know, Marshall and and Black Panther and James mm-hmm. Brown and you know and you know it's just Jackie crazy Robinson to see either. somebody Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just crazy to see somebody so young. And he's he's almost like he was up and coming still, I feel like. Like he had yeah, done those roles and stuff. You think like he was on I went obviously I scrolled through his IMDB as I'm sure every yeah. single person on earth did this past weekend. Um and you look, it's like from two thousand and two to twenty eleven, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, one episode of NCIS, one episode of All My Children, mm-hmm. one episode of Law and Order, one ep like it was all this stuff for like almost fifteen years. And then, mm-hmm. boom, it was he did like an eight episode run on a series and then he immediately landed 42 with Jackie Robinson. Yeah. And, and then he just goes right from there into this run. Yeah. And you think that was 20, uh, 2013 that 42 mm-hmm. was or maybe 2012 even. Um, which really the star power of that film was backing on like, oh, Harrison Ford is doing this like biopic. And also it's an up and coming guy playing Jackie Robinson. Like, let's check it mm-hmm. out. Um, so like people, people like he was an unknown quantity when that movie came out. And then he immediately gets uh, get on up right after that immediately goes into that to play James Brown, who is another huge uh, historical figure that he has portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. You know, we'll get we'll we'll touch on uh, the MCU after. But but, you know, then he has he starts his uh, success uh, with the MCU with Civil War. Mm -hmm. uh, And then he lands another powerhouse uh, biopic historical role in uh, Thurgood Marshall in Marshall, which, uh, you know, was filmed mostly here in Buffalo, um, where, you know, I had I know I put I put to my personal socials that um when I and I think I've talked, I think I must have told you, like talked about this with you at some point over the years, but that um, back then, like I just randomly met him at a CVS in Kenmore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I oh, just, sh- yeah, I just said randomly met him at a CVS in Kenmore. Uh, it was one of those things where I was like standing there and I was like, "Is that- yeah?" You'd kind of do the double take. It's yeah, like, I wait, was like, who? Yeah. Well, because uh? like I didn't know yeah. that Marshall was filming here at the and, time. Yeah, I had seen like there's people tweeting like from here and they're like, you know, he wasn't he was one. To, he wanted to be like in the city, you know, like engrossed in the city. He yeah. wasn't one of those people that was like, you know, like oh, I'm I want to stay in my here. hotel room. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. he like walked around. I mean, you saw him in Kenmore. I can't imagine they were filming like in Kenmore. I no, imagine exactly. they were filming yeah. downtown. That, that was the thing that I thought was I was like. I was exactly when you said that, when you said like he yeah. wanted to be part of it, like for those like if you want to think on a more out there like basis, that's like if a movie's filming in New York City and you spot like the the celebrity in it in like Newark, because like Kenmore is a yeah. suburb of Buffalo, which for those who don't know, Marshall was filmed uh, all of its outdoor stuff and most of it in most of its entirety was filmed in Buffalo. Um and I just it was just like the coolest thing. And he he just, you know, just from all accounts, he's just absolutely the nicest guy that yeah. you could ever meet. You know what I mean? Like he knew, yeah. he knew the power that he had. Yeah, it's it's just ugh, I just I, I don't even know. Yeah. And, and Danielle just said, yeah, Josh Gad came to the to the theater while they were filming that, too, back then. Um, And I just thought like one of the 
one of the like you remember like when he i think there was like this one video when you know there's probably mm-hmm. i think there was a crowd or something like you know chadwick do the do the thing like the black pant like the you know wakanda yeah, forever that, thing and he like he goes like this and everybody's yeah. like oh he's over it but it's like yeah i remember no like in high you know it's yeah. like he's probably just like really sick yeah and even that picture of him like when he everybody was like oh my god you see how much weight he lost like mm-hmm. and in your mind you're kind of thinking like oh it's for a role or something yeah exactly you know you yeah. don't you don't immediately go mm-hmm. oh he's like i mean yeah and not lack for like maybe a better term but he's like dying Di- like let, no that's exactly what like, it was yeah i mean um i just and it's uh, almost like it's like oh, man you know it's like f- damn it it just really sad and it makes you think like it's like it's so fast like anything could happen mm-hmm. you know yeah. like it you could just not to be depressing but like you could just be gone like that and it's like yeah it's like what you know i just and you look at you look at all of the and i was thinking too about maybe like should i should i pull up a list of all the celebrities just outpouring everything and i was like there's yeah. honestly at this point there's too many to 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 count like you look at mm-hmm. the you look at the tweet from chadwick boseman's the only one i see here that the, the only celebrity that actually like subtweeted it or like commented on it is mark ruffalo he's the first pinned one so i got i'll just read that one out because i'm not gonna look everywhere else for all of them because mm-hmm. there are so many but just right underneath and you can pull it up anybody watching just pull up the chadwick tweet it's the first uh tweet right under it just from Mark Ruffalo, just says it was the highest honor getting to work with you and getting to know you. What a generous and sincere human being. You believed in the sacred nature of the work and gave your all. Much love to your family and much love from all of us left here. And when I when I read that stuff, um, or when I was reading that stuff, you know, it's like, okay, you know, the Chris Evanses, the Scarlett Johansons, the the RDJs, Mark Ruffalo's of the world, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense that they didn't know. Um, but then you get these you get these things from like Ryan Coogler, Coogler and yeah. Michael B. Jordan, who, by all accounts, was probably the closest thing to at least celebrity wise. I'm sure privately as more, but like the closest thing to like Chadwick Boseman's best friend and Michael B. Jordan. And they didn't even know like that mm-hmm. was like the the fact that it was like one of those things where it was like oh like he never made it public it's like he didn't even make it private past like seems seemingly a really small amount of people uh yeah. which is like crazy which to me. i feel like with one of those things it's like you know if i mean obviously i have no experience with this but i feel like if you tell like somebody that's you know has some sort of um status in anything it's like you you almost know it's gonna get leaked like it's like it's one of those things where it's like i should just keep this to myself because you know i don't want it spreading all over the news and i don't want to be asked questions about this like constantly um yeah it's just it's just really tough i yeah even like i was surprised like like ryan cooler didn't know yeah that was the one that really struck me was like the fact that um the fact that um, Michael B. Jordan didn't know I was that was nuts to me. Um, mm. And really, I mean, really, you, you look at um, just I don't have him up in front of me, but just I remember reading um, Ryan Coogler's statements like he he was like his whole thing was about like 
like, dude, I was writing lines for you yesterday, mm-hmm. like writing lines that you I think the quote that it was like, I was just writing lines for you that now I know like the universe had destined for you never to to say or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like the like just trying to wrap his head around that. I can't even imagine like being a that close to somebody um, and be doing something where like i mean what like just the just think like if ryan coogler on like friday morning had like some big breakthrough with the script and he's like oh my god this is gonna be like fantastic for the sequel and then it's like all that is gone in a matter Mm -hmm. of hours i just it's it's just it's terrible um and and then also uh the only person who i don't know if he knew or not uh, because his comments didn't really say one way or another is Kevin Feige. Um, I don't know if he knew. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt that he would have known because I think if he had known, there wouldn't be so much of like, oh, what are we going to do? Because it's like, I feel like if Kevin Feige had known, there would have been a plan in place. You know what I mean? Like I, it, Ryan Coogler would not have been writing for t'challa or maybe he would have to be writing an alternative script you know what i mean one if anything Mm -hmm. were to happen um but yeah i mean let's just touch really quick just on you know we already talked about really his main you know the historical roles with marshall and and all that but i mean let's just touch on the the and and like i said at the top of the show we're not going to get into where do we go from here with black panther and all that um it clearly speaks for itself that that this was a character in a role that was being teed up, um, at least in my opinion, to being teed up to be the next for a large part, the next like the, yeah. uh, Captain America type mm-hmm. role. And obviously not talking Sam Wilson and stuff. I'm talking like yeah. filling that void of star power in the film. Like it, it, they were kind of teeing it up to be like almost him and Doctor Strange being the new Tony and Cap dynamic. Um mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be just be something that we look at to see where that goes. But we're not going to touch on that today. We're just going to talk about what we did have with him as the character of um, Prince and then King uh, T'Challa and uh, his, in my opinion, you know, beautiful portrayal of uh, Black Panther in the four movies that we got him in Um so what are your what are your thoughts? Try to remember back to uh, to like Civil War. What what were your thoughts? You know, first seeing this guy on the scene. Um, I, I know for me, I'll just touch on quickly while you're thinking. Um, I, I know for me, it was something where I was like, OK, this guy immediately fits in and just has something about him. And, and for me, I think my two favorite uh, T'Challa moments from Civil War, uh, which obviously he's a side side character. Um, they pretty much everybody is in that movie, but um, you know he has some really big moments for it being his first mm-hmm. introduction. Like yeah. you take Spider Man for example. Spider Man's in it like fifteen minutes, then he's out. T'Challa is throughout the entire movie, um, and I think my two favorite moments are him is right after the the spoiler alerts for all these movies right after the bombing of the UN where his father dies. Um, the talk that he has with Natasha on that bench mm-hmm. when he, when he says that tweet that, or that 
sorry, tweets, that quote that everybody's tweeting, um, where the whole, you know, where he's talking about, you know, for my culture, you know, like I'm not mourning because for me, for my culture, death isn't an end. It's just a, it's a stepping off point. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I, I just, that, that scene is amazing. And then the other scene, um, which is uh with um zemo at the end is the one where zemo is kind of like confessing like that he that he's just kind of like he did all this to them and he doesn't even feel anything like he's just like it's just a waste and t'challa has this Mm -hmm. great speech where he where he's like uh you know vengeance is has consumed you it's consuming them talking about tony and cap and their fight which still you know was not mended until Endgame, um and he says vengeance is consuming them i'm done letting it consume me and right there this guy is a guy that we met in this movie who has had maybe 20 lines of dialogue up until this point and he has the most emotional arc in the entire film and this is his very first outing that that to me that, and that's just talking about this guy's performance in just the first movie. This is not even talking about his own movie or the big yeah. impact he has in the next two. So what what are your thoughts on on him in in Civil War? I mean, I agree with you on all aspects of what you just said. Um I thought he was I don't know who I was like who I would have cast like cuz honestly before he showed up in um Black Panther, I like. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know like what he had acted in beforehand, or, um, but, you know, I thought I just. I feel like he brought a lot of, like, charisma to the role, and Civil War especially. I th- I didn't know like what to think of the character at first. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panther was the, was what actually like solidified me of, who the character was and what he stood for, and yeah, you know, um, and I remember like. Like I think one of the the best scenes, um, in Black Panther is that the the car chase scene when they're driving. I don't even. Oh know yeah, what the, city the it South is, Korea like where sequence, he's like that whole thing. Yeah, he's like yeah. jumping from car to car, and the car's flipping over, and mm-hmm. circuits hang out on the side, and yeah. Um, you know, I and like I said before, I or I mean, I, I think I didn't said it when we weren't live or anything, but. I haven't seen like any other of the movies that he's been in. So like, I've mm-hmm. seen all the movies where he's black pants, like any game, if anywhere, blah, blah, blah. But I haven't seen like the five bloods, Marshall, mm-hmm. um, and get, get on up and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he just like, I think it's, it's going to be weird if actually we're not even getting into it, but I can only picture him saying the things that that character said. Yeah, like he would. It's almost like he like he really embodied it, and obviously you could tell too from the way he acted. Yeah, not on camera where he's like you know he's doing the thing like with everybody and even just look at even um like just look at the accent that he did. Yeah, you know like that that may like that accent was like so like I remember. I um what's it called I thought I was like I I thought maybe he had like an African accent or something because I hadn't seen 42 or anything uh before I saw like a trailer for uh Civil War 
So like I, I did, I just thought maybe that was how he talked or like we'd seen like the clips and stuff of him as T'Challa. And then I had seen um, I had actually seen Get On Up before I went to see Civil War. Um, and then I saw 42 a little bit after that. So I was th- I was like, maybe this guy just has a killer American accent. I was like, because I just didn't know anything about him because he was so fresh on the scene. Um, like we talked about a little bit ago, you know, this guy, I mean, he's been I mean, you say famous, but he's been mm-hmm. famous, famous for really only like six years. And and you have somebody go from relative obscurity doing these bit bit uh you know roles every now and then on on you know daytime television or 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 like the ncis's of the world um go to someone go to something where maybe 10 films Mm -hmm. and six years later just in that time in 10 films in six years captivate the entire world to the point where his unfortunate passing at an early age like you said earlier is on par with somebody like kobe bryant who has been Mm -hmm. in you know think about that think about how long kobe bryant had been in the public eye and and the fact that this guy had his death affected the world in such a way that it it I, I I don't even know how to how to articulate. It. You know what I mean? It's just so yeah. hard to like put it in into words. But it's just you think about how quickly his star rose. You know what I mean? Like, and and just the fact that it's so unfortunate that we only got him for such a little amount of time. Yeah. Like, and the fact and, and how much work he did. I think it's. I think honestly, I think one of my favorite things I read from people was uh, President Obama. Uh, it was it was i think the last line of obama's tweet which was uh he he had a longer thing about it but his last line was you know um what a what a uh use of his years and i was like that was like perfect that was like the exact way Mm -hmm. to do it because you think you know what i mean like he kept this private and he kept going these are almost all i mean besides like marshall and stuff all everything he's been doing lately he's been producing some of the stuff he's in and they're all like action movies that he has to bulk up for exactly and chemo like (laughs) i think that speaks to the fact of just how strong willed of a person he was that you know he's going on set you know as the tweet says after these surgeries after this chemotherapy and he nobody apparent i mean unless they did and he just was like nothing but he just Mm -hmm. said nothing but nobody was like you know are you okay like are you sick like blah 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 but like I, I can't imagine that. Like, that is crazy to me. Yeah. Trying to, I, I just, I don't even, I don't even know. So, all right, what do you, let's, let's talk um, a little bit about, uh, let, let's go, let's go out of order. Let's, let's talk a little bit about his appearances in, uh, it, we'll do Infinity War and Endgame at the same time. Uh, and then I think we'll close out before, before the, the um, quick break to the review mm-hmm. uh just talking about black panther um so i mean for me i'll say you know i think his death in infinity war is where i really like you see all the people going away i don't think it was until and, and remember p- folks this is the third appearance of this character in two years right 
because he because he was in Civil War in 2016, then Infinity War and Black or Black Panther and Infinity War back to back. Um, so we had still relatively just met this guy. And when everybody's dusting away and stuff. And I think it was very intentional. It doesn't really hit you, I think, until he grabs Okoye's hand and yeah. he sees that somebody's dusting away. But you'd think maybe obviously it would be her. But then you realize, no, it's him and he's gone. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, we just what? You like, just got I, here. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Like <laughs> you see people like like Bucky and like Sam and stuff go. Mm hmm. But you're like, oh, OK, so they're like, but the big people are staying. And then. Yeah, exactly. And then like the new once, people they brought in. Right. Yeah, like, you got like, I just oh, my God. And because you got to remember, too, he's way before any of the other guys on uh, Titan. So he's way before Peter, way before Star Lord, all those guys. Mm -hmm. You're like, there's no way that this guy's going to die right here. And when he goes, I was like, that was it for me. I was like, all right, this is I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I don't know what is going to be the future yeah. of this. Uh, and I think and that's, I think that's that impactful for that. Him. That's one of those things that makes his return in Endgame so great is, yeah. you know, I feel like that, you know, on top of like, you know, the on your left and the, mm -hmm. you know, Avengers Assemble. But when he comes in with the, the chant, like the, oh my God, like it yeah. just gives you chills, you know? And it's like, and it, 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 it like gives you a sense of like, you know, we got this. And in a sense of that camaraderie exactly and everybody's coming together to work yeah. together. And, you know, it, man, that looks fucking of, sucks. I wish I had, I wish I had it queued up to throw it up on screen, but that yeah. look where Steve is just, where he's staring down basically the barrel of a loaded gun in the form of staring down an entire army. And he is ready to, that that's something just to kind of veer off for a second just to talk about captain america i think that's the essence of the captain america character is steve rogers is the guy who is willing to fight the unwinnable fight and is willing to do it by himself but he never has to because mm -hmm. everyone will rally to his side and i think that is why it's so apparent yes sam obviously is the person who says on your left but the very first person you see out of the portal is T'Challa. It's the very first person you see in that amazing sequence. He is the very first person. And, and that is not for no reason. Cause, because you see just in a couple of years, you know how much, you know, they had each other's back, you know, T'Challa took in Bucky, helped him got basically got cap his friend back. And then mm -hmm. cap also has a little bit of guilt, uh, that T'Challa died. You know what I mean? Like, cause you gotta yeah. remember that whole five years he was dead. Um, I, I just, yeah, I just think his, his thing. And I mean, yes, he obviously he was great in infinity war, the whole get this man a shield. Great, oh, great yeah. line. Fantastic <laughs> line. Um, but I just think his role, his even smaller role in Endgame than infinity war, obviously, um, mm -hmm. I think even speaks more powerfully to his character, um, just in those few uh, short scenes. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's like it's just terrible to me that that like the last shot. Well, I don't know what they're going to do, because like I said, we're not speculating, but as of right now, the last actual shot of him 
in the movies is is you know at tony's funeral and that's like that's the last we're gonna see of him uh mm. it's like it's just awful um so what 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 do you remember first coming out of um black panther the film uh that that kind of spoke to you i know you said earlier when we were talking about civil war that really it wasn't until black panther that it kind of solidified for you what this guy's all about what what his whole thing is um what what do you want to talk about that about his performance specifically in black panther and what uh, spoke to you with that um i mean i've only seen the movie once um and it was like when it first came out so that was 2018 2017 Mm -hmm. uh in there um but you know I think I would just speak to I think what you said earlier with after the um the fight with um Killmonger and just like I feel like the heart to heart that they have you know sitting there I think it's like on a mountain like on a cliff like with the sunset almost yeah. and you know them just like talking it out and um I obviously I don't remember the exact lines or anything but you know like I said before, he just brought, I feel like so much of that character that as soon as I saw him and I, w- I was like, that's the guy, you know, yeah. like, I don't see anybody else. Like I wouldn't be like, Oh, or we could cast this guy's black Panther." It's like, Nope, that's black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just think, I just think just touching on black Panther itself, the movie. Um, I just think I, I was, I was watching, it was hard to watch, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was kind of my mom was watching it in the living room because for those who don't know, ABC, obviously, which is owned by Disney, um, they immediately basically they just tossed out their entire weekend primetime lineup and um, aired uh, Black Panther completely commercial free um, and then aired a 2020 special um, on Chadwick. uh, uh, Yeah, that night. and so I, I was like, I, I'm not ready. Like, I can't watch I can't watch the whole movie yet. I was like, I, I can't do that. So my mom was watching in the living room and I would go in and out and stuff. And I watched the um, I made sure I watched that South Korea, the car scene, the car chase mm-hmm. scene, because that is just like fantastic. That is so good. Um, and I mean, to, to me, honestly, I think what that movie gave us, which I love is because we didn't really see it that much in civil war. We didn't really see it that much in infinity war and Endgame because there was so much else going on. Saw it a little bit in infinity war, but not as much as in black Panther is, uh, his humor. I think we got the nobility and the, the prowess that he, that he commands, uh, when he walks into a room as that character in the other films. But I think his humor really, really, um, really really showed through in that film with the you know i never freeze that that you know that Mm -hmm. great line from the from that and and uh i just and his relationship with shuri and everything being uh you know built on and uh you know him and angela bassett i just it, it just really unfortunately the thing that i love the most about black panther is how excited it got me to see this character going forward and yeah. unfortunately, that's something that we're going to have to just understand. It's not going to happen, uh, which is something I, like we said, I, I never, ever, ever expected to be saying that. Uh, no, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, 
what do you have anything else you know that you want to touch on that we haven't uh talked about yet in uh in this little you know look back kind of remembrance of him um no i think just what we said today and obviously what other people said have just said uh what other people have said is this i feel like every he was such a such a strong person but also like uh as i said earlier I feel like still like an up and coming actor. Um, and it just sucks, man. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck this year. Yeah, I just don't even I, I don't even know how to I, I don't really have anything else to say. It's just it, like you said, this year is just it's like beating us into the dirt. Um, I just I don't know. It's just awful. It's just absolutely terrible. Um, But, you know, it's like everybody said, you know, we just have to be thankful for what we got from him. Yeah. Uh, Like Obama said, you know, the the use of his years uh, was really, really great. Um, And the fact that it's something that it's like it's not even one of the I I guess the last thing I will say is this, that, that I think I haven't touched on enough, which is. Um. I don't it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, this person died suddenly. But man, he really made a great use of his gears. Chadwick knowingly was dying and still did all of this. You know what I mean? He knew that his time was limited and he still did it as opposed Mm -hmm. to somebody like and I'm not to say that one's better than the other. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. Just as opposed to someone, you know, like uh, like a Heath Ledger, let's say that that is like, oh, man, but for or not even Heath Ledger, I think a better example would be somebody like a Philip Seymour Hoffman, like uh, man, what a use of 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 the time here that he would just kept working, kept working, mm-hmm. um, you know, right up until the end. Uh, but this is something that, you know, Chadwick was you have to imagine you probably was told that this thing is terminal a long time ago. Uh, and he was just like, well, whatever time I have left, I'm just going to keep going, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, so, yeah, that that would be the last thing I would say on that. Uh, but, yeah, with that, we are going to try to move forward. Um, like we said, you know, we eventually will be talking, you know, what's going to happen next, because at some point we're going to be getting news on Black Panther 2, what's going to be going on. Um, so, you know, at some point we will talk about that. It's just, we just both didn't, we just both kind of felt like, you know, give it some time to breathe. It's just, we're not there yet. Uh, I think, I think it's something that, you know, you need to kind of sit in, uh, in the legacy that he leaves behind for a little bit Mm -hmm. before you start just jumping all over, you know, what comes next? What's, what's the, what's the next step? Um, so, yeah, with that, um, I'll say we will be right back in just a minute. We're just going to take a real quick break. And like we said, it's going to be a shorter show. So we're just going to come back, um, do the review, and then uh, we will be calling it there. Um, so stick around. We will be uh, right back in just a second.
right, and uh, welcome back. As we said, just a real quick break there, just, you know, kind of collect ourselves and kind of kind of try to uh, shift gears here. Um, I know we've had a lot of shows where we've had to kind of talk about some real uh, sad stuff and then just kind of pivot to uh, some exciting stuff. But yeah. um, we have one of the most highly anticipated films of the year, um, that we are going to be reviewing. I know it's been highly anticipated for this show. Uh, you know, we've had, uh, uh, strangely, if you would ask me when we started this podcast, you know, if we, if Bill and Ted would kind of mean so much to the, to the early days of it, I wouldn't really have thought so, but you know, we, you could go back, listen to our episode, uh, where we reviewed excellent, uh, adventure, then go back to last week where we reviewed bogus journey. Um, and then you can also check up on the channel. We have a trailer reaction to, uh, Bill and Ted face the music trailer. So, Take a look at that, and then today we are going to be capping it off with uh, our full review of Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, so, like we do every single week, TJ, do you want to go ahead and uh, read off the IMDb for us? Sure, let's do it. <clears throat> oh, wow, this is rated PG-13. Oh, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, Bill and Ted Face the Music 2020 came out, I think, last Thursday, I want to say. Um, so, synopsis on IMDb is... Uh, once they to- once told they'd save the universe during a time-traveling adventure, two would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song and fulfill their destiny. Uh, directed by Dean uh, Parasot, I believe it is, and then write- writers Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Um, stars Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Samara Weaving, Chris and Shawl, Bridget... Uh, Lindy Payne, William Sadler, and then Anthony Kerrigan, um, and Jayma Mays, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And do you have, is there a box office for this? There is. There is minimal okay. box office. Um, but something I just want to look up real quick. I'll see if I can even find it. And Kid Cuddy. Sorry. He's, he's in this too. My bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I can find something like that. I'm going to try and uh, pull up some VOD info. Um, but yeah, we will take a look at that. Um, because this is obviously on, like I do every week when it's available, um, which like I've said almost every single week, you know, eventually we're going to have a box office segment on this show. And eventually mm-hmm. these numbers are going to be a lot more impressive uh, when we're reviewing new movies. Um, but unfortunately we have another week of kind of low numbers because that's, uh, going to be a low theater count for everything going forward. Basically, really basically drive-ins and, uh, select stuff that's open. Um, and so we have a worldwide opening total of about 1.2 million. Um, so that is not too bad, especially for it being, um, mainly a uh what do i want to call it mainly a drive-in release um which you know that that's gonna severely hinder however much money it can make um and right now it's saying yeah it's saying that it's racking up about 800 uh this was a report from monday so it might be more by now um, but mm-hmm. it says it's raked up um, about 800,000 in VOD, which is a lot. I mean, that's almost a million dollars in the first three days. That's a lot. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I know personally, uh, 
myself you you rented it right you didn't go to the i did rent it drive it oh, okay so no, yeah, yeah that's what or yeah okay well that answers my question because i was gonna say did you rent it or did you buy it but yeah mm. um i bought it just because it was only like five dollars more to buy it yeah um yeah. and uh i have watched it actually uh well we'll talk about that um but yeah, so basically the only real information here is with VOD and theatrical slash driving releases uh, taken into consideration, it's hovering right around two million, um, which obviously this is something that, you know, there's no budget information out yet. Uh, you'd have to assume this is probably going to be something that's in the ballpark of like a 35, 40 million, you know, something like that. Just like a really mid tier movie, obviously, as they've always been. Um, nothing wrong with that. Uh, it, if anything, you know, it means probably going to have a better shot whenever this does go super wide, which I can't imagine they're not going to put it at like once every theater is open. I can't imagine mm. that they are not going to release this movie again or just call it its first release. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think this movie is going to have a lot of staying power, um, especially where it is out. And I also uh -huh. think that this movie is going to see a lot of not re-releases, but a very slow rollout that is going to bring in revenue, a lot of revenue slowly over time, um, mm -hmm. which is, you know, something that isn't the typical format uh, for making film uh, profits. But uh, it's going to be interesting nonetheless. So uh, let's go ahead and just jump right into our non-spoiler review here. Um, yeah, so... You go first. All right. <laughs> you um, go first. And I again, very, very... Um, oh, okay. Oh, nothing. I just wanted to say, again, for those who don't know how it goes, we do our non-spoiler. We have no idea what each other thought of the movie. We do our non-spoiler. Then we give our star rating of the film. Then we hop into the spoiler talk. So go ahead. Um, I very, very, very much enjoyed this movie. Um, I'll really? be honest. This might be... This is probably a very unpopular opinion. I think this is the best one out of the three. Really? Um, the oh talking, them talking like that, I think, and I talked to Danielle about this. It did not bug me as much because I don't think they're as in your face with it. Um, so, you know, even though Keanu Reeves is like, and even and Alex Winter, obviously, dude, like, uh, uh, you know, mm. but they're not like, they're not like as as bold with it, I guess, as they were when they were younger. Um, I feel like they kind of know that they're, you know, however old they are. <laughs> um, so they're not as in your face. Um, I I was worried at the beginning that I didn't know if Samara Weaving and um, who's the other girl? Oh, uh, I can't. Kristen I can't. Shawl. I try to remember. They, if, no, no, no. That was the that was. Um, another oh, Bridget character Lundy. yes her Bridget yeah Lundy. i always forget her name. i was I worried they weren't gonna have much to do mm -hmm. they had a plenty to do in my opinion um i thought okay. all the historical figures were funny i thought mm -hmm. you know i laughed at them like talking a lot them you know traveling back i mean it's not i guess it's not really a spoiler because you see it in the trailer but them yeah, traveling, traveling back, back in time talking yeah. to their past their cell themselves i thought that was funny yeah um i and and the 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 one gag that they touch on every movie where it's you know she their mom marries this dad oh, and Missy, this dad yeah. and now she's married to Ted's his brother br Ted's brother yeah. yeah it's like oh my god 
freaky. You know, she's getting right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, that's so uh, funny. One thing is, I I do wish Death was in it more because he was my favorite part of the second one. Mm-hmm. I um and I was not a fan. Well, I guess it's like I guess that's like a, a spoiler. Yeah, we can hit, we can hit it and okay. not hit um, the spoiler. Do you want to do you want me to do my star rating or are you gonna go first? Um, I'll, I'll hop in. So wow, I, all right. Okay. So I will say I'm surprised. <laughs> Um, because yeah. for those, you know, I won't spoil it too much. Go back and listen to our reviews for the first two films. Um, but, you know, as he kind of touched on it, TJ had a lot of problems with the first two. Not not that not like in a super negative way, like he still enjoyed that. Yeah. But um, I'm surprised how much he's, you know, I, I mean, I would describe this as gushing about this film. I mean, <laughs> this is like I, I am very shocked. Yeah, um, I just I do think it ends like a, a little a tad abruptly, but. Okay. Um, in my okay, opinion, I can but, see that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really did not care for it. I really, thought, yeah, I really think. I, are you um, being serious again? Or are you, are you that, doing no, this? I'm just joking around. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, uh, sorry, Chris. I mean, uh, TJ, um, I really, uh, Yeah. I really uh, like this movie. I think this movie yeah. is fantastic. What I was going to say earlier was uh, I, I've i watched it uh, three times so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think it was fantastic. I just think it was absolutely yeah. excellent. Um, and I'm not being bogus about that. Do they do a guitar um, rift in the movie at all? Yeah, they do one. They do, they they do, do one. Okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I think it's like right in the middle. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's right. Uh, okay, but, well, that's a spoiler, but well, mm. it's not really that much of a spoiler. They do it right yeah. the first time they go into the old phone booth. That's mm-hmm. the, yeah, that's when they do it. Um, but yeah, they only do it like once, maybe twice. I don't know, um, but it's not that much. Um, yeah, I, th- I let's just do star ratings and then we'll hop right into spoil. Oh, I okay. will say this. I'll say this for non-spoiler. Um, I've been going back and forth with this, but I genuinely do think I think this is the best of the three. I genuinely yep, think that see? this is the best movie of the three. Yeah. Um, I think this now. Movie, well, I yeah. guess we'll yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not really a spoiler or anything, but we'll it's we'll fun. talk. It'll be towards yeah. the end of the spoiler review. We'll just get into it. Um, yeah. my star rating as I give it a four out of five. Really, I yeah. would give this. I I got to give it a five out of five because I gave the first one a five out of five. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to re uh, reevaluate because I genuinely think that this is a better film. I think this is a more enjoyable film. And I think, I, OK, so if we're taking enjoyment out of it. If you're talking quality of film, this mm-hmm. is the, the the two are down on the ground versus this one. When you're yeah. talking about like production quality, script, I mean, all that stuff. But that's a given yeah, almost because it's a bigger budget. In a way, it's almost kind of the same premise as the second one. In a way, with you know, there we have a villain, yeah, kind yeah. of. Even though mm-hmm. she's not really a like, she's not trying to be a villain. Yeah. She's doing what she thinks is best. It's more like, um, like you said in the Bogus Journey review. Yeah, it's less of a villain and more of like, a, um, more of like a a force that they are working mm-hmm. against or that is working against yeah. them. You know what I mean? That yeah. they have to try and uh, stop uh, yeah. a, a, rather than an actual like evil villain, which, mm-hmm. which there's kind of, it makes you think there might be, but, uh, but it's, it does something really, really fun with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to go five out of five on this. 
um if i have to say just kind of just kind of bumping down i think i would go with this at a five out of five i think maybe i'd put excellent venture to 4.5 and then i'd say bogus journey like a like a two like a two out of two out of five mm-hmm. um but yeah all right so let's go ahead and uh, let me throw up the old uh, uh, spoiler alert there it is right on the screen there um so you know that we are in the spoiler section uh so go ahead what, what were we wanting to talk about um do you want to um, jump so around or well yeah we'll do? just kind of jump around um so first of all uh the oh my gosh what's her name um amy stotch is that who it is or no for which character oh holland taylor holland taylor sorry she plays the great leader my bad um oh yeah yeah she sends this killer robot after bill and ted which is anthony kerrigan uh no i know him from (laughs) bill uh oh my gosh barry barry yeah yeah. as noho hank yes yeah um i i didn't find him that funny I didn't find the robot, the character, that funny. You didn't like James I don't know. Caleb McCoy? No. Oh no, I didn't. God. I really didn't. There was. I laughed at that like once or twice, but overall, like I didn't think he was that funny. Oh, my God. Um, okay, I'll say I this. Wish, I'll say this on I Dennis. think it's because I have it in my mind. I'm like, oh, he's, you know, give me a Barry thing. Give me a Barry line, you know? Well, that's, <laughs> like what, like okay, that. that's what I'll say. I, I'll say <laughs> yeah. hit, the whole joke of him just saying like oh hi my name is dennis like that whole yeah. thing like that i did get old with but yeah. the noho hank style stuff is what i really thought was funny the stuff of yeah. where like he accidentally lasers everybody and he just goes oh 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 no oh oh my oh my god what <laughs> okay have I done? now you're like turning my now you're like now you're like i'm like oh, okay that was funny. yeah like um, but i get what you're saying I, the name thing got a little Old, I did think it was funny, funny when uh, Kristen uh, Shaw. I can't pronounce Kristen. Uh, I think it's just Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. Uh, who played Kelly? She's like, you named him after my ex boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> like I thought was that funny. was funny. Yeah. 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 Um, so for those, which I also thought she was know, really funny in the movie. Yeah. For those who don't know, yes, I typically don't like her. Um, I know she was. Uh, I mean, obviously she's, she's in been, Bob's Burgers. She's been kind of like a character actress, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. And then she was in Bob's Burgers and. Uh, last man on earth with um will forte she was in that too mm-hmm. um i i typically don't really like her that much but i really liked her in this um just for context uh rufus who obviously you know big character george carlin for the first uh two movies um the great leader is rufus's wife and then Kristen shawl plays rufus's daughter and they, they don't outright say it ever but the the uh assumption or the the insinuation is that rufus has died just like unfortunately mm-hmm. you know in real life george carlin hasn't been with us for a long time which i did i was happy when i saw him when i saw even though it wasn't like actually george carlin it was like a hologram of rufus i did i was like oh yeah I yeah was like, oh, i was like he's that, in this that, yeah. that scared me for a second because i was like whoa are they yeah. going full on like but <laughs> like no, it was grandma just, tarkin but, <laughs> yeah but my thing was who is that george carlin sound like they got to do that new dialogue I was yeah. that was the first thing I said when I heard that. I was like, I was like, damn, that sounded exactly like him. And the, but there's no mm. way that's got to be new dialogue. Like, absolutely. Mm. Um, but uh, what's it called? Yeah. So I think all of that aspect was great. I thought the future stuff was really, really good. Um, I just genuinely I think this has the strongest plot 
of of all three films. I, I think it I think it makes the most sense. And I think it uh, it has the most ex- at stake. And like you uh, I don't even yeah. know what to say. Like you cut you feel it, too, because, you know, you see all these different people from history coming and yeah. popping in and these different and, like, times. You feel and... the consequences like shit's not going well. Like there's stuff yeah, there's like stuff yeah. really going wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I thought I thought too. I thought too. You're exactly right. I think in terms of the voices, if we just touch on that for a second, I thought it was just enough. I, I thought because you you get it more with like the daughters in this one because the daughters, you know, obviously being raised yeah. by Bill and Ted, um, yeah. they have the they do the voice too. Um, but you almost notice as the film goes on, they slowly stop doing the voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they ever so slowly and especially towards the end, they, they kind of the whole point of the movie is them shedding that part of them. And part of this movie is them going to see potential future thems. Um, and even some of them don't do the voice anymore. Like there's like mm-hmm. where they're like now like they're drunks playing like some bar with like bandanas and stuff they don't have the voice at all they don't do the voice at all um Mm -hmm. they're just super angry (laughs) which is like which was funny um yeah i just thought overall i mean just a really funny funny film like like i said like i feel like in the first two like when they were younger i felt like i was i mean that was one of my biggest problems with them was i just felt like i was was being beat over the head with the voices yeah um and like you said this like uh and I don't know if you felt like this. I I saw somebody had said, um, I don't know what it was on, or if it, I've read it or something. But people maybe people thought that Keanu Reeves was almost playing himself, and Alex Winter was going more as Bill, in a way. Did you feel that at all in this or? movie? Yeah. No, I didn't think that at all. I mean, I could see where I could see what people mean by that, but I think it's just yeah. because that's who Keanu is. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think I don't think that's like a fair thing to say that like oh he was just playing himself. It's like yeah, but he was just playing himself back then because that's why they cast him. Because that's who he is. Like you know what I mean? Like that <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know what else to say, but it was just um I thought they were both really really good. No, I thought they were both really good and really funny. And I think for Alex Winter um, not being like a main a main player actor for a long time. Yeah. I think he went right back in. Like he yeah. held his own against yeah. Keanu as like the lead of the film. Like, yeah. and I was and I like, thought, Damn. I liked, I thought they gave uh, Kelly very good dialogue. Like I liked everything she thought she said, I felt like was funny. Like it always had like a quip or like some like, you know, punchline that I found like, very funny yeah. i like i said i think the funniest thing was when she was like you named him after my boyfriend like yeah you yeah, know and, and um, like side characters <laughs> like that like can get really annoying really quickly but like yeah. there's a point in this movie where you're following a group of like 15 people 15. and you're <laughs> yeah. all and you're like rooting for every single one of them and yeah. we have to talk about we have to talk about um kid cuddy for a second and his yeah. his vast knowledge of uh quantum, um, quantum theory. physics yeah, yeah. Quantum, like i do not know i don't know whose idea that was or if he just yeah. watched ant-man and endgame back to back or something um but one of the big jokes one of the running jokes in this movie is that like kid cuddy is like a closeted like quantum physicist or something like it, and one of their daughters is too aren't they 
or somebody else's. Somebody like knows, I think, like I feel like knows like everything about like quantum theory and stuff like that. I could be wrong. Yeah, I no, I, just, I remember. I think it's uh, I think I don't it's remember who it Kelly. is. Kelly, I think it was is. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, okay, I think it's okay. Kelly that he's talking to about it. Yeah. Um, but man, oh man, I just can't even like it is just so freaking funny. Mm. Um, and then finally, after, you know, 30 years, you finally get, um, the, the dad, because one of the jokes about the first two is that their dad never, that Ted's dad never believes them that any of this is actually mm-hmm. happening. And then finally you're, it's like, it's thrust in his face in this one. And he's like, oh my God, I, cause like the whole <laughs> joke is like, he thinks they're just wasting their lives. And yeah. he's like, I should have been helping you this whole time, not, yeah. <laughs> not keeping you from all of this. Oh, yeah. my God. Wouldn't, like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you have loved a, a cameo from the general? Oh, yeah. General Oates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I or just, the, or, oh, my God. Uh, Bill's, Bill's granny. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing about this movie is I just wanted, uh, I wanted more death. Sorry. Like, death the character. Um, I just did. I also just didn't. What? I feel, maybe I'm wrong on that. what Danielle is blowing my mind right now. She just what? said it says that Kid Cudi is credited as a reincarnation of Station. Oh, wait, wait, wait. no, he does say that. He, he says, says Station. Station. Yeah, he goes he Station. Does station. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. So I forgot Kid about Cuddy, that. That went right over <laughs> my. I know that he said Station, but I was just like, oh, yeah. that's kind of like a cool like thing. But it's just like like, like throwback. Yeah. Yeah, but like, wow. Okay. If they had if they had nailed that a little bit if they had brought that a little harder home, and they were like he is he is station I would have been like, oh my god like my mind would have been freaking blown. Um, but oh, yeah, um, he does say station. The voice of Rufus is done by uh, P I O T R Michael. Um, he's oh, okay. voiced people in Wizards, uh, Where's Waldo, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, Doom Eternal, apparently. Oh, so just like a voice a actor, probably yeah, got yeah, like yeah. a really good voice match. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it was oh really good. <laughs> I just this this movie, it was really funny. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I yeah. I didn't like go in like thinking I wouldn't like it, but I was like skeptical because I was like you know I didn't mm-hmm. really I like the second one. I feel like I think I it really got the most. by the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. I yeah. well, If you watch the reaction on the channel. I mean, yeah. I really liked the trailer. The trailer um, for me, no, too. Actually, I was like, damn, yeah. this actually looks really, really good. Yeah. Now, my question for you, actually, that I wanted to uh, ask is, do you think that they will go on, but with uh, Samara Weaving and um, Bridget Lundy or no? Do you think this is their uh, way of introducing them or no? Because you think people would be like, well, that's not Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. You know, that's not yeah. the people I grew up with. <laughs> I feel like if we're going to see a Bill and Ted 4. Yeah. I feel like we're just not going to see a Bill and Ted 4. No, I know. I think, but do you think that they would give them their own Bill no, and Ted I don't think they movie? would. I don't think they would. No. I think for okay. exactly the reason you said, I think people would be like, OK, I get it. Like, I get mm-hmm. that they were Bill and Ted um, because the only really the only complaint complaint that i can see from this movie online and stuff is the daughters that they're like okay like what like they're whatever the same we person get it. yeah like exactly yeah. Like, 
like it's like okay this is not like i i came yeah. here for a bill and ted movie not a bill and ted movie yeah. you know what but I mean? also like, it's not like they didn't have anything to do like they no, you they know gathered the do. people of history yeah, and like, you know i really liked them um i just think they wouldn't go full board to give them a thing. And then I was thinking, I was like, well, would they even do a Bill and Ted for, but this movie, I mean, they, they basically cover the entire rest of their lives. Like, the yeah, I guess. Are out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're wrapped. I mean, you could, obviously you could do more stuff. You absolutely could. Um, but like, I don't really know why you would need to. Cause it's like, they, they wrapped up their stories so well in this. Uh, di- question: Did you watch to the post credit scene? No, there's oh a post credit scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's actually I, I think I sold my this. rental. <laughs> okay, yeah, because that well that I should explain because that is something that would lean me to say there's not going to be further oh, okay. things because um, you go back to their their like deathbed selves and they have one last jam out together. Um, and they, they okay. it basically just ends with them. You know, you're like, all right, they're about to die. Like, that's literally like what the post credit scene ends with is yeah, like, yeah. they're like, oh, that was one last <laughs> great. Like, it's it's literally just a scene of them yeah. like pulling up amps in the in like their bedside and like just like rocking out one last time. Um, but and then uh, it ends with Alex Winter yells nurse and then it cuts to black. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, just based on that, I just, I mean, there, I mean, obviously, like I said, there could be, there absolutely could be a Bill and Ted for, I just don't think that they're going to daughters or yeah. not, uh, either way. I just think it's like, this was yeah. a great, and it's so hard to capture lightning in a bottle 30 years later in the same bottle, you know what I mean? And, and also somehow make it better. Like, mm-hmm. I think they, they hit like a, a thousand home runs with this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be, it would be foolish to press their luck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, think I can't imagine like Chris Matheson, the, the original writer. I don't know if the other guy wrote the mm-hmm. other one, co-wrote the other two as well. But, um, I think he said something like, I could be wrong. He said something about like, you know, we actually had like a story to tell. Rather than just yeah, like exactly. writing some random thing movies. and putting it on screen. <laughs> this is absolutely one of those movies where for years, for decades, everybody would ask Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, are we going to get a Bill and Ted 3? And they would always say, we're working on a story. We're working on a story. Yeah. There's a story being worked on. And then I remember <laughs> back in 2016, they had that video of the two of them at the Hollywood Bowl saying it's it's go time they were like we got the mm-hmm. script it's fantastic we bill and ted three is happening like i oh my god i remember that day that was so, that was so awesome when they finally announced that um but yeah i just think it's one of those things where it's like it took it it, mo- it took moving heaven and earth to get this third one made and they knocked it out of the universe yeah you know what i mean um, I, do not press your luck with it that's what i would think uh ed solomon did co-write the other one as well Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because I see everybody that's like praising the movie. They're all tweeting at uh, Alex Winter and uh, Ed Solomon. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I mean, what, what would be your uh, would those be your final thoughts, or do you have anything else you want to touch on that you haven't yet? No, I I, I would say this is a uh, you, you got to go see it. In my opinion, yeah, let's hop on it. Let's hop even on if you don't spoilers, have uh, and say um, yeah. So recommend even yeah, even if you don't have an affinity to the other ones, 
maybe you haven't seen them. I think you could still watch this and really enjoy it. It's just a feel good movie, especially for now. Yeah. Especially for <laughs> what happened this weekend. I'll yeah. tell you, I watched uh, at, right after the news of uh, of Chadwick. I watched I watched a, a little bit of Endgame. I watched um, from the portal scene to the end. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then right after that, I, I that was when I got Bill and Ted three. That was the first time I watched it, it was right after that. And I, I'll tell you. I would have gone to bed upset that night, but I, I watched this and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was grinning from ear to ear. That it's mm. so good. If you're if you're feeling down about anything that's going on with Chadwick or anything else that's going on, um, definitely watch this. Like TJ said, you don't even really need a, a backstory on the other two because it gives you enough of what you need in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I mean, I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's nineteen ninety nine to rent, twenty four ninety nine to own it. Um, do whatever floats your boat. You know, for me, the five bucks yeah. extra was nice to just own it because it's only five bucks. Um, you know, and it yeah. was just weird to see Keanu without a beard. But yeah, I saw somebody that was. Like, <laughs> My only complaint is Keanu should have kept the beard, and it's like he's not playing John Wick. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like obviously visually, it's very weird to see because for the past ten years, yeah. that's all he's looked like. But like, yeah. it's fine. Like, I wouldn't. It would be kind of weird if if Ted had a beard all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wouldn't really have fit. <laughs> it wouldn't fit the character. Mm. Um, that's yeah. actually one of the things that happens to one of their future selves is that yeah. Ted has a little like goatee beard, and they're like, "Whoa, what was up with that like angry hairier you?" <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> um, but yeah uh super recommend like we said guys just gonna be a shorter show um yeah uh so you know (laughs) definitely you know we had some unfortunate things that we had to discuss but you know hopefully the future is looking up (sighs) we can hope um watch bill and ted three yeah okay uh I think I'm going to make an executive decision here. So, no boy on planet council. Our sign off is always stay safe and remember the force will be with you. Always our sign off on planet hero, uh, has been, um, Oh man, what is it? It just left my brain. Um, Oh, our sign off. Yes, of course. Our sign off is, uh, stay safe and always remember that the, uh, Night is darkest just before the dawn. Our sign off on this has always been stay safe and remember to live your life one quarter mile at a time. I think we are changing that today and for the future going forward to stay safe. And always remember to be excellent to one another. And party on, dudes. Peace. See ya. We'll catch you in the next one, guys.